Welcome to the Pursue Podcast. I'm your host, Ellen Cooper, and I'm so glad you're here. Each week, a friend and I will sit down and chat about how God is moving in our lives, open up about things that matter to us and topics we're dealing with. We will share our experiences, struggles, what we've learned along the way, or let's be honest, where we're still learning, and even share some practical tips. My hope and prayer is that you will find these women relatable, the conversations encouraging, and you will be inspired along your journey as you pursue faith, family, friendship, freedom, and a whole lot more in your life. We're just talking, so come listen in. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Pursue Podcast. I am so excited that I have my very first guest here with me around the table. Um, Her name is Allison Fisher. Welcome, Allison. Thank you so much for having me. I am so glad that you're here. Um, This is going to be a really fun conversation. Allison and I have known each other for a really long time. And before we hit record, we've been chatting for, I don't know, 15 (laughs) or 20 minutes. So... (laughs) We have. Yes. Yeah. So I <laughs> think this, do. Yes, I think this is going to be a great conversation. So Allison, why don't you start by telling us a little bit about you and your family and just all that good stuff. Okay. Well, should we say that we had to rewind and start over because I started crying from the very beginning? <laughs> I'll yes. try to hold it together this time. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, you guys, this is real. You know that the Pursue podcast is real women talking about real stuff. And so that happens. Um, so my name is Allison Fisher and I am married to Mark Fisher. We have two girls, Gracie, who's in fifth grade and, um, Layton, who's in second grade. We both, um, Mark and myself grew up here and, um, both went to Walton. Go Raiders. Go Raiders. Been, um, dating since I was 17 and, um, just God has really like written, a wonderful story in our marriage and with our kids and we dated long distance for five and a half years so I thought that that was going to be the challenge mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> nope <laughs> that was just getting that was just laying your foundation that's right? right that's right um and then um we actually had trouble having children mm-hmm. and so that was a bit of a stumbling block mm-hmm. and just kind of came out of nowhere. And um, now we have these amazing kids that are just teaching us so much about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, then that is kind of where I started um, getting into prayer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're going to talk a lot about that today because so. we can't go through any of that without um, – a whole lot of time talking to God and yes, listening and, and all sure. of that. Yeah. Um, so for, well, let's talk about a little bit how we know each other. Okay. Right. So I am also Walton Raider. Go Raiders. Go Raiders. Um, all that Raider pride. So we knew each other in high school. Yes. Right. Uh-huh. A couple years apart. Right. So yeah. I graduated in 95. And I was 97. Okay. But I know we cheered together. We did. At least one season yeah. or two. Yes. And I just remember you being hilarious, oh. <laughs> first of all. <laughs> well, <laughs> thank you. Um, but also also really kind and welcoming, which I think can sometimes not always happen with the older girls to the younger mm, girls. Yeah. And just easy to be around. Oh, thank and you. And comfortable in your own skin, which oh, is well. something that <laughs> I think doesn't always also happen. With oh, I don't know. It might have been girls. an act, but we'll, we'll just, <laughs> well, you yeah. Played it thank off well. you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, we knew each other then, so like 25 years ago. Yeah. And then now we live in the same community. We go to church together, and our girls have played lacrosse together. Yes. So that have. has been fun to sort of 
reconnect. And, and then Mark and James knew each other. Right. As they well, were, yeah. So. They were in school together. So, yeah, yeah we're a lots whole of connections. Family. And then I did Bible study with your mom this summer. Oh, that's so right. That yes, I know. I know. We can't. So, when we were, when James and I have talked about this a lot because we both grew up in this area, went to Walton. And then, and that time in our like young 20s, we were like, we never want to live in East Cobb. That is just mm-hmm. not, that's not cool. Right. And then there's so many families that have come back and moved into this area for the schools or the community or what I mean is that kind of the experience that you really said we didn't want to come back here yeah we were over in Dunwoody for about 10 years and then I think just as our kids started nearing Mm. the school age yeah we just were trying to figure out a better place also for Mark's work Mm. and so this location really worked yeah and then my parents were here yes since have moved sadly but Uh, um yeah we get to visit them in Charleston which we love but um Mark's family is here Mm -hmm. and then we still have a lot of friends Mm -hmm. and then growing up in Mount Bethel I just felt like that was really Mm -hmm. actually a big yeah um a big reason to kind of come back. Yeah. So felt like home, home. Yeah. 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 I know. And when we wouldn't imagine li- living anywhere else, I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, God has plans for us and that could look different in five years right. or 10 years, but we've lived in this community for 12 years mm-hmm. and yeah. you know, we would, we love it. So I didn't realize you've been back mm-hmm. that long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've we moved, to, we moved over here when six. Ella was nine months old Aww. and she's in seventh grade. Oh my gosh. Time flies. I know. Right? Exactly. I know. I know. So <laughs> so that's how we know each other. So that's really fun. So I'm so glad that you're here and doing this with me. And yeah, it is. It's well, like I'm super so easy. I'm so glad you're doing this because <laughs> oh, I'm just a huge like podcast fan. I love podcasts. And then when I got your email that said you were doing one. I'm like, yay, another <laughs> podcast to listen to. And uh, just out of trying to support you, was like, yes, I will help you with that. And then I was like, wait wait a minute what do I have to talk about Mm, I know I think that's been like I have about two different camps of people it's like oh yeah I don't have anything good to say and then they're like or it's another group that's like oh yeah totally we'll do it and then it's like oh wait a minute what do you want me to talk about so um, I think it's great though because I mean this podcast is for women in this community and it's focused on women in the community and it's just about what we're going through in our real life and the big things and the little things Mm -hmm. and the extraordinary and the ordinary Right. You know, and just how God is working in that. And that's sort of the foundation of all of it mm-hmm. is our faith and how Jesus has worked in our lives and how we're meant to serve him. And people are doing such amazing things. Yes. You know, and well, God I just want to give doing yeah. such amazing th- things yeah. through people. And right. I think that when you can connect those yeah. dots a little bit more. Yes. I think that it gives you that bigger God picture. Absolutely. Um, instead of being so siloed in your own world absolutely yeah so I just wanted to give people the opportunity to to share encourage each other you know so we all need it (laughs) well good then hopefully that'll be more people to come on right yes for sure yeah um okay so why don't you tell me a little bit about your faith story so what is your journey been it sounds like you know growing up you did go to church and so you know has that been um like a core part of your life or just tell us a little bit about what that's looked like. So thankfully I did grow up in church Mm -hmm. and, um, I think we were always there on Sunday. My dad Mm -hmm. was ushering, my mom was teaching Sunday school, but I don't know if I always felt like, um, my, I had friends in church, but then I also had friends outside of church. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know if I was so plugged in or as much as I am now Mm -hmm. growing up, Mm -hmm. um, as much as I would like for my kids to be. 
Uh, and part of that was because we moved, we were at a church in Roswell and then around middle school, we moved to Mount Bethel. And at that point I had missed confirmation. Um, so I had been baptized, but my family, we always just kind of went to church wherever they felt the message that Mm -hmm. spoke to them, Mm -hmm. which I'm really appreciative of. And I still really like, um, just that perspective on things Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I just think there are lots of different churches for lots of different people because we all need something different. Right. Um, and so then we continued going there through high school and, but I guess it was at a young life retreat was really where I made, um, the decision as more of an adult or older to accept Jesus. Mm -hmm. I always felt like I was talking to God and I knew that he was there, but it was really when I stood up and proclaimed him to be my savior. Mm -hmm. And thankfully two girls that I'm still best friends with were there with me. And so God really wove those girls Mm -hmm. into my life. And I don't know if we all were like, Oh, we're, you know, Jesus girls. And this is what we're doing at the time. I don't know. Mm -hmm. God was taking his time with each of us, Mm -hmm. but now we look back and, you know, we're like, wow, like Mm -hmm. to have had these friendships since some of which elementary and middle school into high school. Mm -hmm. And now, as adults is something really special. Yeah, that's incredible. And then you can, you know, hold each other accountable and support one another and you have, you know, similar values. And it's just nice to know that people that know you that well. Right. And and really can hold you up. Yeah. Um, So I think I've always really had um, great girlfriends and God Mm -hmm. has really blessed me in that way. Mm -hmm. And I want that for other women Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. I want that for my girls I just feel like there's such special relationships I have a sister and just love my relationship sorry my relationship with her and um so I think that coming back here a lot of those friends don't live here and so I was really looking for that Mm -hmm. and looking for that support and that encouragement because once I really started getting into the (laughs) nitty-gritty parenting I was like oh goodness god like not only do I need you but I need other moms to Mm -hmm. come alongside yeah yeah gotta find your community of people yeah Yeah. Yeah. that's good so today we're talking about parenting through prayer Mm -hmm. that is really the the topic that we're gonna spend a lot of time focusing on. So maybe start by sharing why does that something that's important to you? Like what has what has like sort of gone on in your life that has made, you know, parenting through prayer really key? Well, I think it's just a lot harder than I ever thought it could be. (laughs) Yeah. I'm with you. I mean, it's a lot better than I ever thought it Mm -hmm. could be, but it's also just a lot more difficult. I mean, I before I gave birth to Gracie. I worked at the Older Adult Center and worked with people with dementia and Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. Um, I was the activities director there for about five years. So um, how that disease works is people have short-term memory problems and Mm -hmm. impairment. And so they ask you the same question over and over and over again. And I felt like I could always be (laughs) really patient with them. And then I had kids. And so I was always thinking of myself as a patient person. Mm. And then I had kids and I was like, like, maybe I need to work on that. God is showing me something. So I think it was, um, 
really, I mean, I have relied on prayer, I think probably throughout my adult life, um, probably I'd say high school, but it was always big things. It was always like, Mm -hmm. oh God, I really need you to come through on this. Mm -hmm. Or I'm at the end of my rope and now I'm going to pray to God. Mm -hmm. And I think that I started realizing that's not enough. Like, I don't want to get to the end of my rope before I'm praying to God. Mm -hmm. I want to have some margin. I need more than that. And Mm -hmm. so my big prayers became kind of more shorter prayers throughout the day and and talking to God. Mm -hmm. But really, I didn't know how to pray. I just, so my short prayers were just how I would talk to a friend or just like, God help me. Um, and I'm the type of person that I really like to read the directions before <laughs> I start the project. You're, are you a rule follower? <laughs> no, not at all. No, a directions yes. follower. <laughs> <laughs> no, and rule follower too, for the most part. So um, I think that when I did a Bible study and it was on um, the power of a praying parent, and that's by Stormy, and I might mess up her last name, but it's... Um, O-Mardian, I believe is how you say it. Um, And she has a whole series of books. So it's like Power of the Praying Mother, Power of the Praying Wife. Yes, that's it. Um, So we did a Bible study on that. And then I think it was really God speaking to me like, yes, you're on the right track here. Mm -hmm. Because before that, I mean, I have two girls who have very strong wills. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) so to have a rule follower mom with two girls with very strong wills, I was like, wait a minute, like, why aren't you just following the rules? (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Why aren't you listening to everything I say? (laughs) Doing exactly the what I want you to do. I had it it in my head. (laughs) Right. This isn't working out as I thought it would. And that's parenting, right? Yeah. For sure. And, but I saw their strong wills Mm -hmm. and I loved them Mm -hmm. and I admired that. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want, I was scared of myself that I was going to mess that up. Like Mm -hmm. I didn't want to break those Mm -hmm. wills Mm -hmm. just for the sake of obedience. Mm -hmm. And I think God spoke to me early on that. Mm -hmm. Like this is going to be a challenge because this is not what you were expecting, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to be here. Mm Mm-hmm. So what does that look like? How has prayer really helped you in that journey of parenting up to this point? I mean, we still have a long way to go. So right. well, what does I that look like for you? At first, I was like reading all of these different books mm-hmm. and looking to all of these experts mm-hmm. to kind of tell me about my children and tell mm-hmm. me how to be the perfect parent. Okay. So I think I went from, okay, I'm going to try to be the perfect parent. So the power of the perfect parenting. Hmm. And mm-hmm. that, you know, was a mom fail, like, right away. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, yes. And I mean, my parents would even laugh. So what book are you reading this time, you know? Mm. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. well, just doesn't seem to be working the way that I thought it was going mm-hmm. to. And then I was like, okay, well, I know prayer is important, so I'm going to pray to be the perfect parent. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, okay, that's not working either. And so then I was like, okay, I need to pray to the perfect parent. So I think praying Mm. for me really has allowed me to know who God is. Mm -hmm. And I can't know myself and I can't know my children unless I know who created us. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So I'm grateful to God that he knows us and he loves us so much mm-hmm. and he knows every part about us and he wants us to know him. Mm-hmm. So I think that for me, praying has practically looked like um, going and joining a Moms in Prayer group, mm-hmm. um, just kind of keeping me accountable. Mm-hmm. I don't always tend to be the most consistent with things. So I think that that's given me a little bit of structure mm-hmm. that I need. Mm-hmm. It's helped me to learn how to pray. Um, they follow a four-step type of prayer where you start with um, praising God, confession, thanksgiving, and then intercession. So then you're asking for mm-hmm. God to mm-hmm. kind of come in and um, help with certain things, specific things. And what I've found about that type of praying, when you start with praising who God is, Mm -hmm. I think I was always coming to prayer like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to pray for my children. Mm -hmm. And when you start with praising who God is, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, with confession and repentance and then Thanksgiving, by the time you get down to whatever you're asking for, you're more aligned with who God is, Mm -hmm. who he says you are, and who he says that your children are, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, or whatever it is that you're praying. So I feel like my prayers change by the time that I'm going to the asking part, Mm -hmm. because I'm more aligned in his will. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Which is what what you you want, because I have found that I, he knows so much better than I do. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I think oftentimes we are tempted to just go and ask, like you said, Mm -hmm. you know, you're going, it's like, what do I need? What do I need from God? And you ask for those things first, or you're sort of like, I've heard it said, like, you're kind of putting it on the silver platter, right? Okay, here's exactly how I want it to be. And here, God, will you bless it? And then I'm going to go and I'm going to do it, right? right? Like, we're not spending a lot of time learning about who he is. And that, you know, he has a plan for us and Mm -hmm. praying and saying like, if this is your will, Mm -hmm. you know, hey, I'm asking when we're supposed to ask. Right. Right. And we can pray bold prayers. Right. It's not. Right. To not do that. Right. But it's, yeah, but it's coming to him with like our hands open and our hearts open to that he's got a bigger plan than we do. Right. Right. So like putting it out on that silver platter, Mm -hmm. you know, it might be what we want at the time, but it might not fit in with something bigger and greater that he's got for us. So it's just like sort of more like being in tune with yes. who he is, mm-hmm. how he's working. And then also and just being that grateful for that factor mm-hmm. of thanking him for the ways that he has already worked. And oh, absolutely. The, um, older, um, more seasoned women in my Bible study, she was saying to, you know, that we need to pray expectantly and confidently and with thanksgiving. And I just love that. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. That God has given us the power of prayer. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it is powerful. Mm-hmm. And I think that we don't recognize the power sometimes that we have through Him mm-hmm. and how we were meant to walk victoriously. And He has already um, been able to accomplish all of the things for his glory and mm-hmm. to, to right all the wrongs. And, and we might, the problem is, is we just don't always see it. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And so I think it's really easy with parenting, especially to let those fears kind of move you and those fears control you. And so I think that that was 
probably what brought me to the Moms and Prayer group is that I had a lot of fear I was realizing about parenting, mm-hmm. about either messing it up or, you know, sending my kids to school. And, um, and I just knew that parenting from a place of fear was not going to help anyone. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't the type of parenting and the parent that I wanted to be. But I'm a very visual person, and so it's mm-hmm. hard to get yourself out of that without mm-hmm. prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that that really helped me to just trust him more uh, through through prayer. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about Moms in Prayer. So you mentioned that, and that's a group that you go to, and they talk about prayer, and you pray together. But tell us, like, maybe back up just one step and tell us, what Moms in Prayer is, yeah. Um, So Moms in Prayer is an international organization. So I think, first of all, that's just amazing. And it's just groups of moms. Mm -hmm. Nobody is trained. Um, A lot of people have just come to prayer. But one or two moms that have felt the urge of God on their hearts to pray for their children in a group. Mm -hmm. Um, And so these moms get together once a week and pray um, in a prayer sheet. And basically it starts out with um, a different attribute of God. God. And then you pray, what I really like is you're always praying scripture. And so you all get together and we pray for our children, our school, the teachers, um, the students. Mm -hmm. We pray for any special school school concerns. Right now we have um, some concerns about siblings that don't even attend the school, but their siblings attend the school and they're sick. And we go through and we pray by name for all of the staff members. And it is amazing to see the way that God works and just to come together with other moms that have a heart for prayer. Mm -hmm. I just think that automatically it bonds you to one another in these authentic relationships Mm -hmm. that you can't get so easily mm-hmm. anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And that's powerful. Um, so we pray in confidence. Um, everything that we says, what's prayed in the group stays in the group. So that's really important. And um, then just seeing, you know, I can pray for my kids and I can pray the things that I think that they need or that I feel like God has laid on my heart. Mm-hmm. So we start the group. And we pray as a group and it's kind of popcorn prayer and it's Mm -hmm. conversational and um, there are some tears and there's a lot of laughter. Like it's not so serious. I guess that's what I wanted anybody to know about it. It's not so serious. I mean, we're laughing, we're Mm -hmm. fumbling over our words sometimes. (laughs) Some people are sitting there not saying anything at all Mm -hmm. because they just don't feel comfortable Mm -hmm. praying out loud, Mm -hmm. which is totally fine too. Um, But then it one point we split up into two or three groups so it's not as intimidating that's the point where i would pray for your children and you would pray for my children Mm -hmm. so first i would pray for gracie Mm -hmm. and layton um moms in prayer always gives us a scripture that we put their names in and -hmm. then i would pray the things that are on my heart and then you would pray for gracie and layton Mm -hmm. and then pray for your children okay so the first time i experienced another mom Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, moms are just so amazing. And the love that we have for our children, mm-hmm. but also for other people's mm-hmm. children, mm-hmm. it was things that I wouldn't have thought to pray for my girls, mm-hmm. but that they needed. Mm-hmm. And so 
to have somebody else pray for your children that way mm-hmm. is a really, really special thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a real honor to pray for other people's children mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. So you, you talked about that you have to pray out loud. <laughs> are you often are doing that? And some people don't. And it sounds like it's not necessarily a requirement. But sometimes praying out loud can be hard or intimidating for people. Yes. Um, you know, especially if you didn't grow up with that as being, you know, regular practice in your right. house or at church. Um, so like how, what, what, what did that process look like for you in terms of just being comfortable praying out loud with a group of people as you're getting to know them or how well, did that look Well, I had reached like? out to get information for the group, um, and would receive the emails for a long time before I actually went to a meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, Leighton was in preschool still, so I really, you know, didn't have a ton of time. But I really just got to the place where God was like, you know, if you're not doing this, I'm just going to keep on bugging you about it. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> that's what happens, right? <laughs> right. And But I think that that's where growth happens, too, is when we are nervous and scared and a little bit out of our comfort zone mm-hmm. because growth is happening because we have to rely on him. Mm-hmm. And so... I was like, okay, surely you're not going to send me to a mom's and prayer group and something <laughs> terrible is going to happen. Right. Sounds like but it's a positive is... thing and it's going to help. So I'm going to trust that. But it was definitely out of my comfort zone. I had not prayed out loud and um, did not really know what to expect. But uh, so the first couple of times I went and actually off and on that whole year, I think I just cried. Like it just was such a relief mm-hmm. and a release to bring my concerns with other women to God and Mm -hmm. know that they were relying on him just as I was trying to do. Mm -hmm. And that we were all in this together trying to, you know, I think I was strengthened in my trust for him seeing these other women relying on him. Mm -hmm. And in, in some instances with more difficult things than, you know, maybe I currently had going Mm -hmm. on in my Mm -hmm. life. Um, so I think that that was a huge encouragement. Mm-hmm. Um, but the leader of the group had been doing it for five or six years and her children had graduated through elementary school. And so they really needed a leader and we would pray every week for it. And God would like pop it in my head. And I'm like, no, I, I mean, I'm still crying here. <laughs> <How> <laughs> I am not ready I to lead. Be mm. able to organize or lead this. But I do think that God gave me a gift of hospitality. And I do love to welcome people into my home mm-hmm. and um, just make them feel comfortable. And so finally, um, again, God just kept on bugging me. <laughs> and I said, okay, well, it looks like nobody else is stepping up and we're kind of towards the end here. So, you know, I'll do it. Um, and it has been wonderful. And, you know, it's it's really a fun thing because I never know who's going to come that week. Mm-hmm. It's not something where you have to sign up or RSVP for. Okay. It's just kind of like you come when you can. Mm-hmm. Um, my biggest job is to really just keep us on task so that we are there at 11 and leaving at 12. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Which, you know, sometimes you just um, keep on going or, you know, interject with some chit chat, but we really do try to keep it prayer focused Mm -hmm. because all of our time is, you know, spent in so many different ways. But I love that we meet on Mondays, so I feel like it just really sets the tone for Mm -hmm. the week. Yeah. And just being able to see how 
people come and say, you know, this person asked us to be praying for them, and Mm -hmm. then this person asked to be praying for them. It really makes God's story so much bigger Mm -hmm. because Eastside is a huge school. Mm -hmm. So there are so many, you know, families in that school, Mm -hmm. and we pray, you know, more generally, but then we also pray specifically, and sometimes we pray for certain situations where we don't know who it is or what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, that, um, and we don't moms in prayer. I do want to say is not an organization that goes in. This is one of the things I really like about it. It's very clear cut. Our place is not in the school. Mm -hmm. Um, our place is outside of the school. Mm -hmm. So this is not something that we're coming into the school and saying, what can I pray for you about? Or, you know, that really isn't the purpose. The Mm -hmm. purpose is, for us to make connections with people. And then what ends up happening is people are like, oh, like you're in Moms in Prayer. Do you mind praying for this? Or mm-hmm. saying, you know, I'm part of a Moms in Prayer group. Would you like me to share this with them? And so it's really just about making those grassroots personal connections with people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just standing back and watching God work. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Because it's not our, it's not in our power, right? We're right. there, we're presenting it to the Lord, we're mm-hmm. trusting him with, with all that we're asking. And right. we're, so I think that's amazing. So what, in terms of parenting through prayer, I don't know if this was a question on our list, but <laughs> sort of like how, you know, through your parenting to this point with two girls in elementary school, I mean, how has relying on prayer and just your relationship with the Lord changed you as a mom? Like, how has it helped you in your journey as a mom? Well, it's definitely made me more patient because I think I've just taken the burden off of it all being on me. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think God just finally had to smack me over the head a couple times with that one. Like, would you just stop? Like, you can't even do it nearly as well if you just hand it over to me. Um, So I think that has... um, just taking a lot of the anxiety and some of the fear away. I mean, I still deal with that. And I do find myself, I don't think of myself as as a controlling person, but probably no controlling people do. And so, (laughs) but I do feel like when I'm feeling fearful with my kids that I can start trying to work it all out or, you know. And so I really think that God has really used my relationship with my children and with him to change me, to mm-hmm. sanctify me, to show me that I can trust in him. And then what happens with that is then I become a different person. So therefore I become a different parent. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm really grateful for that because I just, you know, we love our kids so much and we just want the best for them. um, sorry (laughs) Um, so I think just being able to trust God with that and know that he loves them even more than we could ever Mm -hmm. imagine and he loves us and he wants the best for all of us and you know we had a really tough year last year with Gracie and um, and Leighton and my parents moving and it was just a hard year for our family Mm -hmm. And, um, I just, I think what last year, so many things came together just to create the perfect storm, um, but really forced us to rely on him and to trust him and things 
with the girls just saying, look, we are going to trust him. We are going to pray about this and them saying, but it's not changing, but it's not changing, Mm -hmm. but we're praying and nothing's happening. And, you know, and you're like, okay, God, like I know. And just, you're reassuring them. I know, but God's timing is not our timing. And I just remember saying to them, I know that you don't have faith right now, but I have enough faith for both of us. Mm -hmm. And for God to give me the strength to say that and believe it is, um, it's really a miracle because it was hard. And now, fast forward to this year, I mean, we still have our struggles. Life is tough. Some days are better than the others, but I feel like what I knew (laughs) this verse that I see on your wall um, for I know the plans I have for you plans to give you a hope and a future Um, Jeremiah 29 11 thank you for that (laughs) that um, that is such an important verse because he means everything for our good even the hard stuff he can use the hard stuff for our good and um so now you know the ways that we can look back and say, God did answer our prayers. Maybe in the, not the way that we thought he would, maybe not in the way that, um, the timing that we thought, but he has answered our prayers. And to be able to share that with my family and to have, you know, Mark and I on the same page about let's pray about this. Like, you know, I think it freaked him out a couple times when they were fighting. I'm like, Jesus, I need you. And they all just kind of stopped. Like, what is mom doing? What is happening here? Well, and I think that, but I think that's so good that this, it's become part of the culture of your family. Yes. And your kids see that and, and hopefully, you know, we're, we're planting seeds, right? Sometimes we're not seeing the fruit of it with our kids, especially right in the mm-hmm. moment. Um, but they're seeing you and Mark pray. And you're praying with them and you're teaching them the importance of prayer. I mean, have you seen that in their own personal relationship? Because I know as a mom, for me with my two girls, I mean, that's ultimately what I'm praying for them is I want them to know Jesus. Right. And I want them to know that they need Jesus. But for me, you know, at 13 and 11, Mm -hmm. we're not quite there yet, but we're working towards that. But we, we need to be an example to them. So it sounds like... And we you do, guys are... I mean, a lot of moms pray for God to soften their children's hearts. You know, I think we're all kind of, we have our own ideas about where we want our children to be. Mm-hmm. But I think that through that, it's also God is using each of these situations mm-hmm. to get our children where they can have a relationship with them mm-hmm. and where it, with him, where it can be their own relationship with him. So I think for me, it just has been, it has looked like, okay, I'm, you know, today I've said, it's just sharing my concerns too. Like today I'm going and I'm meeting with Miss Ellen and she's doing a podcast and I'm really excited about it, but I don't know, you know, I don't know. I'm feeling a little nervous and can you pray for me? Mm-hmm. And so giving them the opportunity to pray, um, for me so Gracie um her prayer was dear God please help mommy not to be nervous and not to do anything or say anything that will embarrass Leighton or me (laughs) sorry Gracie (laughs) yeah exactly we're walking that fine line right being vulnerable and sharing but not about them (laughs) so 
I think, yeah, I mean, I just, I feel like God has used it. I've seen them be more interested in knowing about God. And I think even though they might not understand exactly how prayer works or feel that comfortable doing it, it's just, can I pray for you? Like I have one child, she doesn't mind praying. And then I have another one who's a little bit more, that's not her comfort zone. And so I just ask, can I pray for you? And is there anything that I can pray for you? And then I'll pray her prayers that she's kind of asked Mm -hmm. um, over her. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. All right. So we are going to go into some of our um, (laughs) fun questions that I'm hoping as this podcast is sort of growing legs and, and becoming whatever it's going to become. (laughs) Um, So it's the pursue podcast. So, right. So it's all about um, God pursuing us Mm -hmm. and us pursuing him and pursuing just the, our gifts and our relationships and our family and our friendships and all of those things. Right. So, you know, how has God been pursuing you? Like, what does that look like in well, your I life? Well, I just relying on him, mm-hmm. um, really just trusting him faithfully day in and day out with not just the big things. I feel like I've been able to trust him, strangely enough, with the big things, but not mm-hmm. always the small things, right. you know, the yeah. day-to-day things. I'm like, oh, okay, I can do this on my own. Thanks, mm-hmm. God. Like, mm-hmm. you got me through that hard stuff, but I'm going to take today. You know, I don't have anything big going on. I'm just going to take this on my own. <laughs> yeah, I'll take the wheel now. What? I'm I don't good. know why that ever sounds like right. a good idea. No, no. Because oftentimes a lot of little things that trip us up. Exactly. Right? Yes. Yeah. And then you and then you get to the big moment where you're like, wait, how did I get here? <laughs> yeah. So, I thought I was on a good path. <laughs> so I think just really preparing me to have a more consistent, we talked about consistency, mm-hmm. but that is a struggle for me. So really having a more consistent relationship with him mm-hmm. um, and a consistent trust in him. So, and okay, so the next question. Yes. Okay. Is who or what are you pursuing? Just in your life right now. Um, well, I think, I mean, I'm always pursuing God. Mm-hmm. I, I just think that I'm at a place in my faith journey where I want to pursue him, that I don't want to live without him. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and then also um, just pursuing encouraging other women Mm -hmm. I think and figuring out what that looks like Mm -hmm. right now it looks like moms in prayer and leading that and I really enjoy that um and then we've been doing some things at the church for women's ministry and I've really enjoyed doing that as well Mm -hmm. um but God in the past has really just used different things for different seasons for me. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if this will be forever, but right now, the season that I'm in right now, um, that's where I am. And then um, specifically, we just did Priscilla Shire did the Armor of God study, mm-hmm. and I just love her and love yes. that study. Love her, yes. I mean, I just think it's such a foundational study mm-hmm. and I've really used it a lot with the girls too, mm-hmm. um, talking about how, you know, God does have plans for good and he wants good things for us, but that enemy, he's tricky and he is going to try to trip us up and trying to recognize that. Mm-hmm. I just wish I had those truths when I was younger mm-hmm. um, because I think that 
what I tended to do is be like, well, why can't I do it? And mm-hmm. even still, like, mm-hmm. well, why is this so hard for me? You mm-hmm. know, and mm-hmm. um, and I want to do this, but I'm thinking these thoughts. So just trying to align our thoughts with God's truths mm-hmm. and our feelings with God's truths, because we have a lot of feelings. Yes, in our house. I know, I know, I know. It's just sort of well, sitting there identifying that feeling. Where is it coming from? Why am I feeling this way? Right. What do I do about it? Uh-huh. It's, I yeah. And I just know. talking through that. Um, and then through her study, um, Dr. Carolyn Leaf is uh, a neuroscientist, I believe. Mm-hmm. And so I just have started kind of uncovering some of her things. But she's super smart and really just saying science is is just so much of science is just coming with all of this research and just being able to say it all like God all planned it for us Mm -hmm. he he has it all here in the Bible and this is how the science behind is just explaining the physical part of what God made and giving the glory to God but she does a lot of work with um just your brain and you're constantly positive thoughts and negative thoughts and really that's what the scriptures tell us Mm -hmm. but she has um she brings in scripture and and everything and kind of puts it together which is just no, I like fascinating that. Yeah. I think yeah. um for me so good that too well Allison thank you thank you Aww. for sharing and being open and vulnerable I know that's not easy to do um, but thank I appreciate you. that thanks for providing so a much safe place and a place to cry <laughs> <laughs> hey like there's always going to be a box of tissues here because <laughs> if I'm not crying someone else might be crying and that's okay because this is that's what the journey is right we're not perfect no. Only God is perfect and we need right. him and rely on him. And we're just trying to do our best to, to not make it about ourselves, but to do everything to honor him. And, and That's I think right. that you're doing that. Oh, so thanks. You too. Right back at you, friend. I'll be praying for you. Thank you. And I can pray for you now. Okay. Too, oh, all right. Fun. Okay. We can do that. More tears, I'm sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dear Lord, we just praise you for the way that um, you have created Ellen to pursue you and uh, create this Pursue podcast for women. Um, Thank you for the way that you made her so perfect in uh, being able to pursue this will for her life. And so, Lord, we just thank you for all the ways that she will uh, be able to bless other women, to bring them close to you and provide a community for us to know that we're not alone, that we can always come to you and that through you, we can also just develop really authentic uh, friendships and community with other women. So we just thank you and praise you and ask all of these things in your precious son's name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, friend. Mm -hmm.